This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church, welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you in the studio today. And Pastor Michael, we've got a question here that's taking us in a totally different direction where we've been the last few days. And I really want to be sensitive. I know you and I have talked about this. We want to be sensitive to our answer. Here is the question. My husband shows no sexual interest in me. What should I do? Let's talk about what would be some of the reasons that this might be the situation first? Yeah, before we can give good counsel on what you do, you need to diagnose the issue. Yes. So let me go through like a few scenarios. Um, and all of these kind of start with a, a foundation. And uh, I think this is generally a true foundation that women know that men generally, by and large, are more... Uh, have a biological propensity to desire sex more generally. Now, that's not always. It's not all marriages. I understand that, right? I agree with you. Yeah. Generally. So there's a reality that for a woman whose husband does not want to have sex with her, it is an identity issue to a degree. Yes. Am I not beautiful? Am I not valuable? Do Mm -hmm. you not want me? And as much as many wives uh, complain about how much their husbands want to have sex, it's still a sign of their desire for her. Yes. And that is a good thing. Every woman wants to be desired. Every woman wants to be seen as beautiful. That is okay and that is good. And one of the ways that a husband shows that is by his desire to be with her sexually. Mm -hmm. So as we get to that, like this is an understandably concerning question. And this, this goes right to the heart of... Oftentimes, how a woman sees herself through the eyes of her husband, et cetera. So let's diagnose the why. Could be low T. Yeah. Which low testosterone, it, testosterone is primarily responsible for a male sex drive. Sex drive. Yeah. Around 30s sometimes. Well, we know that the testosterone levels in men go down um, from the 30s onwards to their 40s to their 50s. And so that actually is, it could be a huge responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be depression. Yeah. Um, that's a very real issue. There could be another physical issue that maybe we're just not aware of. And so that a man who may be in his 20s or 30s um, had a very high sex drive now has a very low one. Mm-hmm. There are some men who are just more sensitive. And if the relationship is not okay, they cannot bring themselves sure. to want to have sex with somebody. And I think that in order for a guy to perform sexually with his wife, the, the relationship has to be healthy. They have to feel connected. I admire a guy who feels that way. There are some guys, and I, I don't have a lot of judgment for them, who, um, ha- heck, the marriage could just be in a terrible place and they can have sex anywhere, anytime, yeah. you know? There is a softness to a heart that says, hey, we got to be okay. Yeah, we've got to be connecting emotionally and spiritually in order to connect physically. Yeah, and I think a lot of women misunderstand, underestimate how valuable that is for a lot of Christian men that I know. Mm-hmm. So they think, you know, even though, hey, this hasn't been a great day. Hey, even though I was disrespectful to, to you earlier, even though I snapped at you, even though generally there's a lot of tension around our marriage, you should, you're a dude, you should still be able to like make it happen and want me, right? Yeah. Like I'm here and I'm available. It's just not like that. There's another actual, like, I think, trend, which is when you've had multiple years or months of really bad um, sexual experiences, for example, the guy pursues the girl and she like pursues his wife and she rejects him multiple times. Um, This actually legitimately makes him not interested sexually anymore. Mm -hmm. And you could have had a lot of tension and pressure. There could have been a lot of just bickering in the sexual relationship, which if you're single and you're listening to this and you're like, 
come on, people, you're married, enjoy each other. We, mm-hmm. You know, like you're looking forward to marriage, but there are some marriages where there are so many unmet expectations in the bedroom that it produces frustration and disappointment. Uh, and so a lot of times, you know, if men don't have responsiveness and respect, uh, then they're honestly, their sexual interest is going to go down. Now I'm not saying in this scenario that it's anyone's fault. I don't know the story. I'm just giving you multiple scenarios. You might be the greatest wife in all of human history and he might have a biological condition that Mm -hmm. is preventing him, his testosterone from creating high libido that would make him want to have sex. You know, again, I can't tell you what it is. So after you're able to diagnose the why, the person asking this may already know the why. Yeah, They may already know. I'm not respectful. Um, I don't treat him very well. I use him. Like there could be so many scenarios in this where she's like, yeah, I kind of think about it. Like I am kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if that's the case. That's why. Yeah. Now the what is you need some counseling together as yes. a couple and individually. You need to work through this with a good counselor. Yep. Now, if it is a biological issue, the counseling may not be the most important part of it. The first step may be in getting some of the biological issues resolved and taken care of. So I can't tell you what to do. All I can say is your responsibility is to diagnose it. And based on the diagnosis, that will tell you where to go. If your Mm -hmm. relationship is really stressed and broken before the sexual issues, then you need to go to a counselor. If it is a biological thing and there's no rhyme or reason, when you talk to your husband, he's like, I just don't, I don't know what's going on. Then you may need to go to a doctor. I would say either way, um, it's probably good to, to have the husband and wife see a counselor separately to start. At first, it'd probably be a good idea to have a separate counseling situation, both for the husband and the wife, then bring them together in front of that same counselor. Yeah. Sometimes what can happen in these scenarios is, um, there was no issue. Uh, something happens in the guy, maybe he's overworked and he's stressed, he's overwhelmed, that can add to it also. And then he's not wanting to have sex as much. And then so that's when the actual relationship issues start because now the wife feels rejected and a rejected woman is hurt and then hurt women usually become angry women and passive or aggressive or passive aggressive women. I mean, the the scenario, it's like we all do the same kind of things, just different nuances. So I think there's a, a paranoia in a lot of women that I want to address because whether or not Let me just say it this way. You've had the thought if you've engaged whatsoever in culture. Um, It has been said that men who are addicted to pornography um, have a a lower sex drive. It takes a lot more to get them aroused. And yes, that is true. Um, But I don't find that to be the primary issue that gets in the marriage, it gets in the way of a man's sexual drive and desire for his wife. I, in fact, yeah, I usually see it's, it's the emotional side. It's the relational side that's broken or yep. something's going on relationally that's preventing the sexual intimacy. Absolutely. And there've been a handful, I would say there's been a handful of scenarios where it's been a biological issue. That's been understandable. Most of them have been emotional. Mm-hmm. I've yet to have a relationship where a man's former or current porn addiction has made his ability or desire to have sex really go down. Uh, I know that is true. It can be. I'm just saying anecdotally, like that has not been my, Mm -hmm. my common experience. So diagnose the why and go from there. Either way, uh, if it's biological or relational, I think you could buy it. Guys could probably both use some individual counseling to help process through that. And if there is a secret, sometimes around sexuality, there is a secret. It doesn't mean it's a sinister secret. It just means 
sometimes there's something the guy's been just struggling with in life or at work or something. Mm-hmm. And it's really affecting every part of his life. And you're just dealing with the sexual part, but there's a whole other like realm of his life that is being really like, it could be his sleep. It could be his mind. It could be his relationships. It could be his job performance. And you, this might be just one small pie sure. piece of the pie of how this larger issue is affecting everything. It could be um, the death of somebody he loved. It could be hormonal issues. It could be his diet just finally catching up to him after years and creating depression, which is like a domino. I'm just saying the why is so, yes. there could be, and it could be three of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It could be compounding from various areas. I want you to read first Corinthians seven, uh, three through five, because the Bible does give us reasons to separate the sexual intimacy at times in the marriage. Mm. What does Paul say in first Corinthians seven? husband should give to his wife her sexual rights and likewise the wife to her husband, meaning their rights are you should be having regular sex. He doesn't define doesn't it. define what that means. So the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And before y'all freak out, right? It says the same thing yep. about the men. Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Here's what that means. We don't have the permission by God to sexually relieve ourselves. Mm-hmm. That is given to our spouse. Yes. Do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time. Why? That you may devote yourselves to prayer, but then come again together mm-hmm. so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self Control. And so he gives one legit reason why you should cease having sex if you have the capacity to do it, which would be prayer, but only temporarily. Yeah, it's a temporary situation. Yeah. And one of the things I would look at the guy is I would say, okay, if you literally can't have sex, that's one thing. If you don't want to, your responsibility is to pursue your wife sexually and regularly as a command of scripture to show her your value, to unite you, to reenact the covenant of your marriage. Mm-hmm multiple benefits of this. If you can, you should, even if you don't want to. And let's be honest, right? I know that sounds cold for some people, but um, most couples who have a functional marriage who like each other, right? Even if things aren't perfect, if they like each Mm -hmm. other and there's not abuse in the marriage, then what happens is they get to the end of it and they're like, I'm glad we did that. Yeah. Sometimes things are like working out. Like it's hard to muster up the energy. Once I'm into it, I'm like, oh, this is good. And when I'm done, I'm like, yes, I'm glad we did that. You know? Mm -hmm. And it's okay if some seasons of your life, that's what it feels like, but you got to overcome yourself and you can't restrict the other person what God has commanded you to give them because you don't, quote, feel like it. I agree. Well, listeners, thanks for joining us today. Please come back next time when we go in a totally different direction, which the question will be, do you think God is restraining his power? Ooh. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm.